Welcome to Stuck in My Mind Podcast, the show where we dive into the mind of a regular guy on his road to self-discovery. You'll hear everyday people just like you share the latest topics, personal stories, and things they've learned along the way. And now, please welcome your host, Wise. And welcome to another episode. As always, I am your host, W-I-Z-E-Wise. And let me start off by shouting out all the essential workers out there. God bless you. Be safe. And again, I will be continuing part two with my special guest, We Shall Sony. And um, let's just get it going. So uh, what happened after that was the doctors were amazed with the results. The doctors also agreed to like bring me back to like uh, they allowed my mother to take me back to the house for further bed rest and the checkup would be after another week just to stay on the safer side. And they said that, okay, now I can uh, safely do bed rest at home. So that was the good news. And then I went back home. Now I'll quickly try to brief you up also the things which I slowly started to know about myself and how I started to know about them. So what happened was when I was at the house uh, after that at bed rest, um, I start over with the brain condition. So when I was recovering, even in the hospital, when I used to go to the doctor to show the results, like from like just that round. So doctor told me that, that Vishal, you actually have 14 fractures in your face and you had a brain swelling. See, and one day, one particular day, he told me a medical condition, which I never heard about. So he told me that, you know, since you had such a severe brain injury, you're in a condition where for all of your life, like rest of your life, you're not allowed to have any strong emotions like, you know, Don't be extremely depressed, extremely angry, extremely overjoyed, excited, happy or anything. Why he said that was, he said that if you do any of those, what would happen is your brain would start to swell again. And if your brain swells again, you're going to have your medications changed. You're going to, you might have to be admitted in the hospital for a while. You have this condition, you have to live with it. But be like, (laughs) he was trying to motivate me as well, like, you know, be strong. You can do this. It's okay. <laughs> he, tried, and, he tried to motivate you as well. Okay, I guess he had his certain way of motivating you. <laughs> it's doc. It's a doctor. Like it's yeah. doctor's part. They have to do something, right? Yeah. They, they they just cannot tell you that you know you're in this condition. Deal with it. <laughs> That's even more frightening. So it's all right. He was trying to motivate me. He was trying to tell me the reality. But as as cool and as chill I'm sounding right now, at that particular moment when he told me that. In my mind, there was like complete confusion. The only first sentence, the first phrase that came into my mind was like, dear doctor, are you trying to ask me to become a machine? Like literally a machine. (laughs) I have no emotions, no nothing. Like I can't, I can't feel hate or love or any or anger or anything because then my brain is going to swell that's what he that's what he's basically trying to tell you and like like have no feelings on that too more about for all my life are you uh, kidding me that's not no is way that's, that def- that's definitely not a way to live man not not being able to express yourself and and not to show any type of emotion that is definitely yeah that's yeah you're not a machine so i don't think i, I would i don't think you would want to do that when, when i got to know about medical about that medical condition as as much as it was scary uh, it was concerning as well. So I knew that I had to follow it. I didn't want anything bad to happen like <laughs> with myself. That's how I got to know about the first thing which has happened to me. 
like the damage after the accident the second thing which i got to know about in the house was one day when my mother like my mother had cooked lunch for herself and she had also prepared the medicines for me so first she put the medicines in my nasal pipe just to get that on time and then she was just sitting beside me and having her food so just out of curiosity i asked her that you know what's for food what are you eating today i was laying on the bed didn't even bother to get up and look too lazy i got too lazy man but i asked her what she was eating for food what she did was because she she was happy she was with me and i was recovering so uh, just with that fun in her uh, what she did was she took one uh, bite of the bread and the veggie which she was eating and she brought it towards my nose and she was like trying to play a game with me she was like you know guess what i made and she made it uh, she made me smell that i i took a deep uh, smell of that and i was like uh, i cannot i i didn't i cannot smell that and then she was like it's okay no problem i'll take another she took another bite and then she was like try to smell this which one is this i took a very deep smell almost two to three times and i was like i cannot smell it and then my mother was like no problem maybe your nose is closed like you know maybe you have some stuffing in yeah <laughs> but after a few days she's mother so she she notices everything <laughs> so when she noticed that after two or three days she tested that again <laughs> this time it was not out of fun <laughs> this time it was actually like you know smell this <laughs> <laughs> so uh, she she made me smell another veggie after two or three days and i couldn't smell it and that was one of the most like that veggie has a strong pregnancy in it but i couldn't smell it that's the moment where i maybe started to have these hints that maybe you know it's not just that my nose is blocked maybe it's that i cannot smell because of the accident maybe that has happened to me i was just guessing but a week after when we had the checkup in the ha- uh, hospital that's where we told the neurologist doctor that you know stuffs like this is happening is it something concerning so he said that yeah you know it's most probable because the impact was face first so it's most probable that one of the nerves oh, or something nerves. has been yeah. damaged because of which he might not be able to smell temporarily or maybe just oh, um, for right. his whole life yeah. so that was the second thing which i got to know that i couldn't smell and uh, yeah it's even today i, <laughs> I cannot smell anything uh, uh, there certain I, situations is a good thing that you can't smell certain things so <laughs> exactly that, that's how you see that's how you see things i'll get to that point as well so anyways um, after a few days in the house another thing which happened which made me realize what's going on was you know my mother just used to notice how i used to look because at that time my face although was very like completely changed and stuff but she used to notice each and everything about me so what she noticed was that if i'm laying on the bed and i'm tra- looking at her like this like just um uh, not moving my face but just my eyes and looking towards her yeah. up and whenever i look up or at certain angles with my eyes one of my eye used to you know just move away in yeah. some other direction unknowingly so she noticed that and she never told it to me but one day she did she was like vishal why are you doing this uh, like weird thing with your other eye <laughs> i was like no i'm not doing anything i'm i'm looking normally that she was like no one of your eyes going somewhere else don't you see and i was like i don't know because of the impact one of my eye as i as i can say, uh, show you in this video like my eye socket has completely moved what the doctors at that time said after like when we asked them what's this issue about the eye they said that because of the impact the eye has moved its position as well so because of that whenever he tries to see he has double vision but since he never knew that he had double vision after the accident he got a habit of focusing with just one of his eyes 
So that's something which I did subconsciously because I wanted to focus at things. Yeah, Maybe I just started focusing with one eye. I didn't know I was doing that. It just happened naturally. So that's why one of my eyes just became a lazy eye. And I lost control. And I even though even if I didn't lose control, I had double vision. I had I had one surgery for that as well. Uh, the doctor put implant behind my eye uh, for one year. Like every month, he used to tell me results will come, will come, will come. But for a year, we waited and. Every checkup, he used to say that, but zero results, so we just gave up. You know, he was suggesting another surgery, but we were like, no, thank you. That's the time in my life where I found out that I had double vision. Another day in my house, when I was, uh, when my mother just gave me my mobile phone and my earplugs, you know, just to just chill out and hear to some music or something, you know, use use your mobile phone yeah. just to chill out. So I opened up YouTube just to hear some music. I put the earplugs, and what i observed was like you know the sound isn't right the sound feels like a little bit awkward not not the not the music this is not the music which i'm playing so i was like maybe the earplugs might have been uh, some damaged or something so i changed the earplugs put it back into my ears and i play, played the music again again it was something fishy so this time when i was removing that earplug i removed it from my right ear and then i was going to remove it from my left ear so try to imagine this scene. I removed it from my right ear and then the left ear was still plugged in. What I noticed was I couldn't hear the music. And that's when I realized that, okay. You can't hear in not, the left ear. Yeah, you can't hear in yeah, your left ear. This, oh, this is not the earplug. Yeah. <laughs> this is not the earplug. I told this to my mother and my mother was concerned. She was scared and like she wasn't happy with that so she she kept on saying that you know try this try this you know put it on speaker and put it on your left ear and try to check it but uh, yeah I, it did get emotional at that time it did get emotional since i had weekly checkups i was safe you know so when it did get emotional the next weekly checkup when i went to the doctor he was like you know just be careful it seems like there is some activity going on so just stay calm yeah. but anyways i found out that my left ear does not work and uh, so do, do, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, do, you, do you still, can you hear out of it or you still can't hear anything out of it? Or So my left ear does not work. I do not have a sense of smelling. I still have double vision. That's the reason for these prism specs. The brain damage, the doctors say that I still need to take care. I'll tell you about it later, but what I've done for it, <laughs> something, something of my own touch. Anyways, so coming back to my life story again. So I was in my house. One of the most important things and one of the most touching things which which really moved me that was like one one day i was resting in that room where i was supposed to have bed rest my mother went to the kitchen just to cook lunch and i knew that that was my opportunity why do i say an opportunity because uh, i decided that as soon as my mother goes into the kitchen i just wanted to get up go to my room and just look at myself in the mirror i haven't seen myself for like probably five months now so i wanted to look at myself now, before the accident, I had made a very good body, like n not a good, good body, but a decent body for myself. Yes. Well built. So uh, this time I just wanted to see how I'm like, how am I looking? So when my mother went to the kitchen, I tried to stand up from the bed, but that's when I realized why I was told to have bed rest because as soon as I took my, I, as soon as I stood up, I felt dizzy, like, like too seriously dizzy. And I knew that, okay, this is the problem. So I sat on the bed for a while but then immediately got back up and like holding the wall and taking support from the wall, I reached till my room. In my room, I was looking at myself in the uh, mirror. And what I saw was a completely different person, man. I, I never knew that guy. <laughs> so I was looking at this person 
and as shocking as it was like my face was completely all skinny and stuff my face was something which shocked me first but i knew that the shock was still yet to come so i just started unbuttoning that shirt which i was wearing so i unbuttoned that shirt and that's where my like for, for a few seconds my breathing just stopped i was looking at myself my rib cage was visible my arms like they they, they didn't have muscle man you, they didn't, you didn't have muscle you, you didn't have your little muscle guns no more man yeah no more potatoes or anything <laughs> so just bones man just bones on my arms just rib cage on my chest area and stuff i was like this this is some serious thing man this is some serious thing like i've lost it all seriously like four years into the making one two two years in college and probably two years in school like four years in making i've lost it all just like that yeah so i was shocked i did get a few tears in my eyes uh but i wasn't that guy you know that negative approach guy that positivity was engraved in my mind at that time and that's that's a good <laughs> thing man that you even even with everything you was going through you you try to maintain that positive mindset cuz i guess you you knew deep inside that this is this is going to help me overcome this right that's exactly so um i was looking at myself and i saw this person i was like okay i lost all my gains i did get emotional but at the very next nice, next minute i was like okay so now that i've lost it let's rather focus upon like what to do and how quickly can we get things back so at this time i was told to have bed rest but the scene like the whole incident was so emotional i didn't think about my medical health or anything i quickly just open up the cupboard and took out the resistant band which i had <laughs> i had that nasal <laughs> pipe and bandaid on my head and stuff but like i was like regardless of that let's just begin let's begin right now so that the results come faster so like let's yeah, begin you, now you like listen i need to start getting back those potato guns man cuz they they're not <laughs> yeah. there no more i need them back <laughs> <laughs> exactly so i put the resistance band be- uh, below my legs and i was like okay just started pumping <laughs> arms very first thing of course <laughs> so uh i just started pumping and i was like okay let's do this but i couldn't do for a long time like i just did, did uh, like probably five or six reps and my mother came inside that room she saw me in that condition <laughs> nasal pipe hanging from my nose bandaged around my head shirtless but nothing better trying to do exercise <laughs> i'm sure so, i'm sure she freaked out like what are you doing <laughs> yeah she freaked out and she just like she started screaming at me with anger uh like she was like you know just what the hell are you doing like come on please take care of yourself and stuff so she took me to the other room and she told me to have bed rest uh i explained this to my mother and my mother told me that you know first i would ask you to recover properly first and uh, once you're recovered then you can start doing your exercises so that the doctors wouldn't have a problem with that so that you don't have a medical issue just because of exercising too early so she told me to have proper bed rest now i agreed to that for the fact that you know as soon as i get uh, i as soon as i'm allowed to get out of bed and start exercising i'll just do my stuff and get all the gains back so it was just another few days or weeks and uh, laying on the bed i realized like all of a sudden came into my mind that you know it's been so many months and i've been on bed rest or in hospital so what about my studies like i and uh, as soon as that realization hit me i suddenly just you know had this thing in mind that it was almost the end of the semester if five months had already passed by it was the end of the semester and i had just attended like two or three weeks of it 
so i was really like uh, concerned about it that i do not want to fail again in this class so i quickly just started uh, talking to my friends i started texting them and i started asking to my mother that you know okay so now this is the condition that exams are just on the way like probably just a week after and i am not going to give up like i want to give the exams i'll fail in the class but i'll fail after attempting it i'll not fail just by sitting and just watching that you know i missed my classes so i'm i have to sit and repeat the class again i started uh, talking to my friends asking them about when the examination is and it was in fact just one and a half weeks after that and uh, so it was a critical condition and i i just didn't study anything i didn't give any of my submissions in design classes so i didn't know how i was going to do it but i just wanted to try it like i just didn't want to fail without an attempt so after repeatedly asking my mother and convincing her that you know let me allow to like just allow me to give this exams and stuff my mother talked to the doctor the neurologist first of all because we had to get the permission to allow me to go until college because i couldn't work at that time as well so uh, the doctor agreed for that the doctor said that you know you have to support him while he works and everything so just be there with him you can take him one day to college it's okay and uh, side by side my sister was also there my sister contacted my university and she told that this is the situation of my brother and he just wants to give the exam so my college also agreed to give uh, my college after a lot of you know uh, talking to the higher departments and stuff they got the permission and the permission was that they'll prepare an mcq question uh, mcq question paper for me instead of like a typical question paper so considering that everything was done and everything was finalized and uh, before i proceed in this like this is where i want to say probably i think is the uh, fifth lesson or the fifth mantra which is never give up in life because you know there are going to be opportunities which might come to you and if you just sit with yourself and think about the situation you are in you might miss those opportunities so you should not underestimate your maximum capability your maximum strength so it's better just to try whatever you can and then if you fail it's still fine but if you don't even try and fail that's not good so the fifth lesson or the fifth mantra is no matter what you get in life just never give up so there i was i was standing in front of the college my sister on my left side and my mother on my right side they were holding me helping me trying to work as soon as i entered the college like all my friends were staring at me like because i had that bandaid around my head <laughs> i had that nasal pipe going through my nose and i wasn't in my best uniform as well <laughs> they were watching me some of them were just gossiping looking at me from far away and some of my friends came running towards me uh, not to not to be happy <laughs> seeing me but they were uh, just shouting at me like why am i not doing bed rest and stuff why did i come yeah, they were they were concerned for you but you yeah. being stubborn was like yeah. listen i have to do this i have to right. get this accomplished and I, I listen i could i could imagine how you felt you like you wanted to get some piece of normalcy back so i i could imagine like yeah. listen if i don't try to take this test i'm not going to feel good about it so that's i'm glad i'm glad you 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 built you got the strength to to actually go do that man that that was awesome basically i was there in first year and my first year went very well i had a good reputation in college like faculties loved me my work was going good and stuff i didn't want that just because of an accident <laughs> i spoil my education or anything so 
there I was, I was there in the college. My friends were coming towards me. They were concerned. And then it was time for me to give the exam. I went into the, into the college campus and, uh, Basically, where I had to give the exam was one of the staff rooms of our, uh, on one of the floors of a campus building. So inside the staff room, there was one place fixed for me, like a table and chair, and I was supposed to give the exam. Now, all my friends had told my sister because my sister was coming with me inside because someone had to be there. So all my friends were telling my sister that, you know, take our number and if he has any questions, just text and we'll tell him the answers and stuff. When I was sitting there in the faculty room, all the faculties were saying that, you know, if, if you have anything to ask, Vishal, just be free. Ask us, we'll support you in every way and stuff like that. So everybody was there to support me. When I found the question paper, like, although I didn't know the answers, like, completely like that, but I was determined that, you know, I can try to get the most correct answers at least. So when I got the question paper, I was just telling my sister to take all the answers and the paper was complete and my sister was just looking at me and doubting that, you know, saying to me that, Vishal, don't you want to ask any of your friends? Don't you want to be sure? Don't you want to pass? I was like, no, it's okay. I know all of them. And uh, I, gave the, uh, I gave the whole exam. I went through it. I got passed in the whole semester. I went through the next semester uh, very, like, without, without any problems. And... Um, Side by side also, like after a few weeks, I was given permission to walk. I was given permission to do some light activities. When the doctor said that you can do light activities, I was there one step ahead. <laughs> I was like, okay, light activities means resistance bands. So here I come. So I went into my house and I convinced my mother somehow that, you know, I'll start with the resistance band. It's barely anything. So I started with that. And uh, gradually with time, like the doctors agreed that I could exercise as well. So when I started exercising, since that day, it took me only three months. And within three months, I had gained all the muscle back, which I had lost before the accident. So three um, months, three months, three months after the five months or? Three months after the five months. Yes, okay. you're right. Three months after the five months. Okay. So eight months, yeah. basically eight months after the accident, you were yeah. able to, to go back to exercising and working out. Yeah. Wow. For five for five months, I couldn't do anything. Like yeah. I, in, I wasn't in that condition. And when the doctors allowed me after that five five and a half months that you can exercise, I took those three months and just like nailed it every day. Uh, okay, so so five months after the accident, you were you were, you you gradually began to to build up your exercise routine, I guess. And for yeah. and for for three months, you 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 really what you did you accelerate how like every week did you accelerate something or did you just know what you wanted to do already or you did you already have a plan on what did you what exercise you already were going to do you know actually the progression was through every month rather than every week okay. so what i did experience was that in the first month i was doing exercises with the resist band and um, when the doctors allowed me that I could do some more exercises at home, body weight and stuff. So I started doing body weight and I had those five kg light dumbbells at home. Okay. started working out with that. The next month, which was the second month, I started, like I joined the gym. And in the gym, I was doing the exercises, but I knew that I had to do some more stuff as well. So while, while I used to jog, like in the second month, I also tried to jog. Now that's where I, something like weird started happening to me. Like when I, when I used to jog, I used to feel that my face is heavy. Like I used, I used to feel that, you know, like something abnormal is happening up there. So 
just jogging wasn't uh, comfortable for me and also i felt dizzy while jogging like i i couldn't stay in that con- complete focus and complete control while jogging so for that second month i just did some weight training extra for the third month i like i gradually used to do jogging little by little so i made a practice to get that control back because for five months i had i had barely walked so all that standing up and stuff were not used to, like i wasn't used to it but anyways so after three months i had recovered all the like muscle which i had before the accident now the reason for that was as i said the fifth month which is just never give up followed a proper discipline in terms of diet in terms of exercise sleeping routines balancing my stress levels all of that i also told you that i had noticed about all the health problems that i was going through at that time now i was studying bachelor's in architecture and architecture is all about working with precision like it's a lot of stress like i believe like because i've been there so almost in all of the students studying architecture there is a lot of stress like lots of submissions lots of headache and stuff so me being in that condition i was not allowed to have stress i was not allowed to have feel any kind of a pressure or depression or anything because of that mind state uh i was also not supposed to uh like i wasn't able to focus on work like precise work working on the laptop reading something or drawing something because my eyes had just double vision so until that time i just had i didn't have any solution and all i was used to was focusing from one of the eyes and the other eye was a lazy eye i was facing a lot of issues at that time now that's where i want to come and say the final lesson which is the sixth mantra and the sixth mantra is that you know it's all about positivity and it's all about happiness a few days back i was talking to someone and i was explaining that positivity was something which you always had in your childhood when you were when you were a small child when you were young uh, you know there was that time that when you were probably crying and someone came to you and someone just distracted you by saying that you know hey look that car hey look this this like they would just distract with uh, you with something like see this is your soft toy they'll do something like that and you'll just completely get distracted you'll stop crying and you'll feel happy yeah that's what so, i do that's what i do with my grandson i i distract them yeah. whenever he cries i'll be like hey prince and and i'll snap or do something and and he'll laugh or whatever just shows you that kids like one minute they're hurt and the next thing they'll just snap out of it and he he's fine he'll he'll run around and start laughing again and and i believe people need to get somewhat get back to that stop being stuck on your hurt feelings and just move on and 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 listen it's a learning lesson just keep going don't don't just dwell on it and that's what that's what i learned with from him watching him just like he'll fall he'll cry and then he'll just get back up and then and that's exactly. what we need to get back to where we need to just focus on listen you fell get back up cry a little keep it moving that's it exactly see it, it, it was so simple when you were a small child that when you used to cry like even if you fell down you you're hurt but as soon as someone comes beside you and just does something foolish or something trying to make you laugh and you immediately just forget to cry and you just be in that moment start being happy you you would probably forget that you even got hurt now i'll i'll be a little bit realistic as well now you when you're a child that's pretty much possible when you're an adult you have a lot of understanding you have a lot of consciousness trying to beat all of that so but it's not impossible it's certainly not impossible if someone just tries to practice this positivity you can just attract so much of 
like abundance of happiness in life because if you're stressed with something try to focus on the brighter side of that stress as well you might find you might find one or two points to be happy about you know like at least that didn't happen or you know at least this happened so i learned this lesson there can be so many million reasons to try to take a negative situation and turn it into a positive so that's the sixth lesson that use positivity to turn your negative situations into a positive one just as you were a child you can become happy just instantly but that does not mean that if you become old you cannot do that just with a little bit of practice you can forget what you were taught in the past that you know you have to take tension you have to take threat. just forget about it all start practicing positivity and like everything becomes so happy around you whether be it a stress from work whether be it a stress from relationship problems or your medical problems there are so many ways in which you can just i have done it myself i have seen a few examples around me as well but there are a few people not many people those people are the ones like even if they are in the most stressful of the times they still manage to get a smile you know from this also i remember one more thing which i have to say that there are some people who just have that natural smile on their face you know the reason why they are always happy is because they just have that smile try doing this if you just have that smile on your face even if it's an artificial smile your whole day goes amazing like you would naturally automatically start to feel that happiness within you so that's the sixth mantra which is with positivity you can convert a negative situation into a much brighter and positive situation like well my mother-in-law she's one of those people where she can she's she's just a beautiful person and i'm sure there's a lot of guys that don't say that about their mother-in-laws but my mother-in-law she is a sweetheart she she's one of the most kindest people i know and i'm um, she's amazing and every time i see her she's smiling and, and even even if something bad happens she finds a way to smile about it and, and she's amazing and i i love being around her cuz she's just a great person yeah that's so true you know another thing like when you uh, nowadays what happens is um social media and the internet and everything so when you're watching a youtube video even if it's funny like even if it's a prank when you're watching it alone or like in a friend circle there are so many times when you're watching something so funny but you barely get that laugh and like you know when you're talking on social media with any of your friends or in where your contact when the front person is cracking a joke you just send a smiley but in real life you're just sitting with a blank face so there are so many things with which you're already spoiling what you had done in your childhood so it's better you know i have been in that place i don't know like some of you hearing this right now might have been here that just sitting blank just doing nothing automatically maybe you just felt like smiling you smiled and you started to have those goosebumps all around you you know feeling happy like because of nothing because of no reason at all you just start to, to feel so amazing no it's 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 one of those it's like one of those moments where you just like having a bad day and you just just crack a nice little smile and and it just for some reason you're like you know what this is something happened and you can laugh at it and just and just turn your whole day around cuz you know this sometimes when you wake up in the morning and you and you stub your toe and you're like oh ow. <laughs> and you can you can your day can that can ruin your day it, but if yeah. you just stub your toe and you like yeah you get pissed off but then afterwards you laugh about it like okay yeah I I'm saying so it's a way you can work 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 it where 
if something happens that's negative or whatever, just try to find the the positive in it and, and don't let the negativity overwhelm you. And it, and they learn at their own rate and at their own pace. And I'm I'm still learning different things and and which I'm doing. I'm growing and and that's what all I can do is just grow as a person. Yeah, that's right. Everybody is growing. That's the thing. Like uh, smiling is a very beautiful weapon that you have that you can use at any day, and it does not depend upon any condition. Like, listen, it's it's free. Time. It's free to give a smile. Originally from New York, and and some New Yorkers can be rough, but I have family that live down south. When that everywhere you went, everybody like, hey, how you doing? How certain people in New York would would deem like if you went to New York. Like, oh, New Yorkers are rude compared to where if you went to North Carolina, people there would treat you like, hey, how you doing? And, and any way you walk to and somebody walk past you, they'll say hi and smile at you. I'm realizing, like, I prefer the part where people greet me and smile and say hello compared to just walking by grumpy or not saying anything at all. This is this is so true. Like, even me, when I'm walking outside, even if it's strangers, just try giving a smile you're not only making your own day, like, like you're not making only the day of the person whom you're giving the smile to. When they when they give you a smile back, like you, you automatically feel so nice. It's like you don't even have to say hi. It, it's just a smile which can change your whole day. Yeah, you don't you don't know you don't know what that person was going through, and just by you smiling at them and they and they smile back, you might have just made that person's whole entire day. And that's just a great feeling. That's just such a, an amazing feeling knowing that, hey, listen, I made this person's day. They didn't. They, they were having a bad day. I cracked the smile. They cracked the smile. That's great. Exactly. Now let's talk about what are you doing now? What are you, what are you doing now? As far as are you doing architecture or fitness? You're doing, <laughs> oh, you're doing fitness. So tell us about your fitness. Uh, uh, two years back, I had uh, graduated from my college, and I had completed all my college, like all my studies in university. Like it went amazing. On the last day of my college as well, I remember that all the faculties were telling me that I have done amazing. Not just because of my medical condition, but because of my work. My work was always like outstanding from the rest. So they really loved it. So my graduation went very well. And I did come into architecture and for two years I've been working in an office as an architect. Uh, side by side, like fitness was always the passion. Like for until today, I guess it's almost around seven to eight years I've been in this fit, uh, fitness. Starting from the bullying days where it was just about frustration and anger release. Then when positivity came into my life, it was about, uh, it was about interest. It was something which I liked. And then when I just studied more, gained more knowledge, my friends used to ask me, like, you know, tell us this, tell us this. So I used to tell them exercise just for fun. And then when I was in college, in university time, um, I studied a lot about fitness because, like, the passion just kept growing. Because at that time, I was, I really wanted to bulk because my purpose was not stopped in those three months. I wanted to become much more huge than how I was before the accident. Like, that really wanted... That's something which I wanted. Like I wanted to get back into that progress where I had left already. So uh, with all that knowledge which I was gaining, with all that experience which I was gaining while exercising, now I always had one another problem. Like when I really wanted to bulk up, this was when I was there in the school time and almost into the university. I'm a vegetarian. I'm a pure vegetarian. 
So for me to gain muscle size, it was very challenging, especially when I go on the internet and check. You have no protein. Fat. Yeah, you have no protein. The protein, it, that's it, where the, the, mat, the fat is, yeah. Yeah, it's all about animal protein as soon as you check on the internet. So yeah. I was really... Like I was at a stage where I almost gave up when I was just almost entering the university, but then I quickly snapped back and I was like, okay, so that's a challenge for me. I'll take it and I'll do it as a vegetarian. So I, I just started consuming food and stuff and everything. Like for me, like this whole journey until what I am today has been hit and trials, hit and trials again and again. So why do I say this? Because I had tried almost so many programs which are there on the internet but again. But isn't that life? That's isn't that life? Hitting trials. That's what that's what life is. It's 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 you 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 hit and and if you hit if you succeed you don't if you fail you get back up and try again. That's yeah. that's what you and that's what, and that's what you're here for. You're here to learn. That's your life lessons is to hear to to try and and learn and 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 listen. I I'm not had I not tried to do the podcasting. I don't know where where I would be. I would have not known, hey, listen, I could do this or I can't do this. I read somewhere that the average podcaster lasts seven episodes and then they they stop. I'm already mm-hmm. going on to eighteen. So I'm like, okay, I'm I'm ahead of I'm head I'm ahead of the average podcaster now. Oh yes. That's good. <laughs> that's this fair. That's what we we need to keep trying. And that's exactly what I did. I I at that time, I was in uh, university, and I didn't want to ask my parents about, you know, giving me some money because I can purchase some personal coaching for myself online. Because I knew that they would say no for that. Because fitness was always my passion, but my parents were like, you know, I will not let you invest so much into that, like, you know, going to personal coaching and buying products and stuff for yourself. So. For me, it was always that rough side, but I kept trying. Like I, I tried so many programs uh, from bodybuilding.com, from YouTube tutorial videos and stuff. But eventually what happened, like when I was in first year mid, like first semester was just over. So at that point, I realized that, you know, nothing in me is growing how it should be, like how the program programs have promised that it should grow. So that's where I realized that, you know, maybe I should start experimenting with my own programs. Like maybe I should start creating my own programs. That's where I started eating how I thought would be right for me. That's where I started eating uh, like with more logic, like just reading what's the basics, what's the requirements, and then trying to compose it into my own way. For the exercises, I tried to exercise more on the work. Like I started doing workouts with exercises, which were more, um, which activated my muscles even better. Like I could feel every rep. So I started doing the, those exercises more. I started lifting heavy, of course. And that's where I started to get results. Now, after the accident, when I recovered, now at that particular time, when I quickly gained my muscle, I was all bulked, bulked up. Like I had a good muscle size, but I was also a little bit fat. Like the body percentage was high. So at that particular time, I decided that, you know, now that I'm all this bulky, like I have this uh, body fat percentage, which is quite high, maybe I can start making a fat loss program. So instead of going to the internet and trying to find out how to do fat loss, like the programs there, I just try to find out like, what are the basics? What are the things you need to know? Like doing my research part and then like applying it in my own way. I made my own exercises, made my own routines, made my own disciplines, applied that, got results, and like I had created programs during my college life. One of the best programs which I've made until today is 
losing 14 kilos in 11 days. So that's like one of the best results which people think is impossible, but I did it on myself. That's why I call it a program because I can give it to someone, guide them how to do it and they can achieve it as well. So from that time itself, I had this passion in me, like that started to grow towards the coaching line, you know, subconsciously it was going there. I started to make my own programs. I started to make myself like sometime I was shredded, sometime I was bulked. So I was trying to experiment with my own programs, creating new programs. After I graduated, I came into office and I used to go to a gym which were, which is nearby. Now, whenever I used to go to the gym, I used to see people doing wrong. Like this is with me. Like whenever I see someone doing something wrong, slightly wrong, I go up to them and I correct them. So some people appreciate it. Some people are like, who the hell are you? Some people get offended. Yeah. Well, who are you? Are you a coach or something? <laughs> because I'm not that huge. I'm not like a huge guy or something. Yeah. Going up to good, good sized people and saying that, you know, try doing like this and you'll feel more activation. And they're like, who the hell are you to say that? <laughs> so I just slide by. Anyways, so I always wanted to help people around. So I started helping people. And a few of them really came, like, kept coming back to me. Ask, like, I gave them a few exercise tips. They came back for exercise routines. When I gave them exercise routines, they came back for meal plans. And so ultimately, I was giving them like the whole package and stuff. But it was almost, uh, it was all for free. Like, I just wanted to help people at that time. But the one thing which I noticed and was not liking at that time was that when I was helping people not everybody was listening to what I was saying and they were not appreciating and doing as I was saying. Like they were giving up and they just like left exercising all of a sudden without telling me. So that really uh, made me not so happy because like uh, my efforts were gone and you're not putting in your efforts. So that wasn't something happy for me. Now, uh, when 2020 began in January, I was talking to one of my friends and he basically advised me that... Uh, have you like he started off the conversation saying have you become a coach i was like no i just joined the gym and i'm still helping people so he was like you know what maybe i can help you and guide you how to become a coach because uh, that's going to help you because you did tell me that people are not following your programs as they should be so he told me that maybe we can apply your knowledge into a good place and so that really like i was always open to that that's exactly what i wanted so from January 2020, I started to take off this line where I was professionally taking clients. Like before that, I was having clients, but they were always like, you know. Uh, I don't know. If, they, if they're free, they, 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 it doesn't matter. But now if they pay, they're like, exactly. oh, no, I'm paying my money. I'm coming I'm coming to my class. I'm going to, yeah, yeah you, exactly. you're going to give me what I paid for. Exactly. So in uh, January, I basically began, uh, I guess it was in January. So uh, one of my office employees just recently found out that he got diabetes and he got blood pressure. So uh, when he was all in tension with that, like I wanted to help him out. So I told him that, you know, just join one month of gym with me and maybe I can improve your situation. So I took that challenge for myself. Now I knew that he couldn't afford to pay me. Like he doesn't get a good payroll and stuff. So uh, he joined the gym with me. And uh, one month we did the training and it was my commitment that I'll help you improve. And it was his commitment that he'll always there. He'll always be there with me. One month of exercise and he lost his diabetes. He lost his blood pressure. He lost weight. So he was in a bonus round with that. And that's where I started to feel. And even the uh, friend who was uh, helping me, he saw that I was giving results. So we started to go on the online business 
and uh, that's where i started to give fitness uh, online coaching and uh, currently speaking just just a week ago i was doing the seven day challenge which was basically about transforming yourself the the challenge was that you'll do exercises with me and i'll help you and i'll lose my like i'll lose fat myself and you will be there with me so the challenge was that do the exercises with me follow the disciplines which i'm telling you and you'll get results just within 7 days like i wanted people to see my results and also show their own results like if they be consistent with me i got a decent uh, decent response from that i got six or seven people who had never exercised before or had left exercising like years back but when they came into the challenge they like nailed it they nailed every workout they did it and ultimately they were feeling great after every challenge on every day i wanted to do something different like i knew that there are programs online saying that you can lose fat and you know this is your 7 day challenge and stuff but the thing is like online when you try to see these programs the coach or the person would probably show a result of someone who has already done it in 7 days they'll just say like that the experience is not that interesting when someone is actually losing like i'm the coach in that program and i'm going to be losing fat with you guys so basically what i did was before the 7 day challenge for 2 months i just ate all junk food <laughs> i ate all unhealthy foods to gain that fat it was very challenging i made a sacrifice but i wanted to get fat before the program so that when i'm doing the 7 day challenge online with those guys on live um i didn't want to feel like i'm superior like i've done those exercises before no, no, you you wanted months, you wanted them to see that it, you you was getting results just as they were getting results yeah and i also wanted to feel how they are feeling like i don't want to make the program so good that you know i'm already fit and i'm doing incredible burpees and stuff and they are not able to catch up so i wanted to be in their shoes and like rise up with them so that's where the program actually was interesting i posted a video just few days back about my transformation and i'm still getting testimonials from all those 6 7 people who were with me awesome i'll post a video about that as well so currently i am an architect i work in the office and i'm also a fitness coach online and my way of coaching is very much different because not just because i want to do something different but because of my experiences which i've had before like it's my life blended with my passion how i want to teach fitness is not just give you an exercise plan or give you a meal plan what i want to do is i want you to have an experience like i want you to live that experience and how do i do it it's not just exercise or meal plans it's also including about how to stay positive how to stay motivated like i'm going to get inside your mind and teach you how to be like motivated throughout have a strong mindset and that's basically how i program all like uh, that's how i design all my programs to help people out yeah so you, that's where I you you, you work you work on the mind body and soul exactly you got that right Definitely. So, uh, what's the website? We definitely need the website. We need people to check out the website if you have one. Currently, I'm taking like I'm working. Uh, my main account is on Instagram. So, my Instagram account, I'll just forward the forward no. the link to you. Yeah, but you can also shout it out. Let people know. People can. All right. Uh, so my my Instagram account is v dot s underscore iron fit. Okay. I, so, okay. I gotta. I gotta. I, I, I don't even. I, do I have you? I don't think I have you. I gotta find you on Instagram now. I gotta yeah. promote you on Instagram. Yeah, definitely. So that's my Instagram account and my email ID is uh, 
Vishal Soni, which is B-I-S-H-A-L-S-O-N-I-F-T at the rate gmail.com. So that's where I'm basically dealing with all the clients, uh, telling them programs, giving them forms to fill up, uh, like staying updated with everybody. So that's my email. My Instagram handle is there. And my Facebook is by my name. It's uh, Vishal Soni. But if you want to put it as a website, just put slash and write AR Vishal Soni because I'm an architect as well. Okay. So, um, but I'm posting fitness content on my Facebook uh, because that's where I'm more focused. Kind of okay. Thing. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to your fan, your page and, um, and I'll, and I'll share it onto my, um, on my fan page on my Facebook fan page as well. So, awesome. yeah, so that's what we do. We share, man. We, we put, we, sh- we help build each other up. Exactly. But uh, it was a, it was a pleasure again, having you. It, it's... It, it, was a, it was, it was a wonderful experience talking to you throughout. Oh, um, no. It, one it's... more thing before, yes. before I leave. Um, I had told you about the six mantras about like how I had learned throughout my experience from the accident until today, like six mantras, which anybody can use to stay not just motivated, but stay away from depression, away from stress. And even in the worst situation, just be extremely happy. Like, I don't want to say this as if I'm boasting, but even today I have double vision. Even today I cannot hear from my left ear. I cannot smell. I have that brain condition as well. But remember the six mantra, which I said that converting negative things into positive things. So for my brain condition, which I had that, I'm not allowed to have any strong emotions. I promised to myself that I'll follow it. How did I promise? I promised it with a small tweak of my own. I said that I, if at all I'll be extremely happy, I'll allow that to come out. I'll not stop my happiness. I'll not stop my joy or happiness or those positive feelings because I know that will never harm me. But I'll stop the negative things. And that's one of the, like, that was one of the toughest condition, medical condition for me, but that has become one of my strongest character today because today I have become that person like if someone tries to just trigger me with like making me angry or depressed I'm there trying to stay calm like I can be in that situation be like completely calm and positive still now listen you have that unstoppable spirit yes, when we discussed exactly. that earlier you have that on spot you have that unstoppable spirit brother unstoppable spirit. yes unstoppable and, spirit like, I wouldn't say that this is the seventh lesson because that would be too much. But to summarize all these six lessons, like if someone has reached till here, um, the seventh, uh, the the main lesson from my whole story that I can give to anyone, like the last line that I can say to anyone is that life, I, I wouldn't say life is short, but life can end at any particular day and i have been in that experience many others have been there too so life can end at any particular day and what you can do because of that is don't be depressed or stressed about it rather try to live every day as your last but you have heard probably this line before but i'll say it in my way live every moment like live every moment of your life so even if you're stressed live that like if you start to live even your negative times you would be happy in that your life just becomes one of the best life anyone can imagine like i have seen so many people in my college even today just look at me like see me do do my like whole stuff activities and office and stuff and they just tell me that man you're filled with so much like happiness and success in your life so that's where the whole thing comes down to that 
your life can end at any particular moment at any place at any like with any incidents so yeah, it's anytime and listen to, tomorrow is never guaranteed to anyone you have yeah. to take every day as it comes and then that's how i live i, I live I, I live in the moment i i enjoy my life I, we everybody has their their down moments and i'm still i still got a lot of more happiness to go man i still i still got a lot of happiness that's to share to oh yes but again i appreciate it um i got some things in the work and uh hopefully i can reach out to you so you can um check it out when i when i get it going for sure but um uh, it was a pleasure talking to you seriously like no listen i'm gonna shoot you messages once in a while too man don't 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 be surprised when i shoot you a a facebook message man not at all i would love to stay connected with you definitely we definitely will man the conversation that I've had with you is one of the most like priceless conversation, one of the best conversations. Listen, and man, it, it was it was an honor, and it was an honor and my pleasure, brother. And we definitely gonna stay connected. It, it, I I I, I want to say I have a friend overseas that that listen. One day when I go overseas, I can go visit. Um, for sure, for sure. But one day I'll visit you as well. Oh, definitely. If you ever come to the states, you that more than welcome, man. Definitely. Um, I got a lot of things going. Hopefully, I'll, I'll have a studio and you can come check it out and, and be in in awesome. guest in the studio guest, man. Not a not awesome. a not a Zoom or whatever, but definitely thank you. Appreciate you coming on. Check him out on on Instagram. I I will post his link on uh, my fan page. Everybody can reach at, reach out to it and definitely check him out. He's he's an awesome guy. He's got some great great workouts and i'm sure he has some great foods he can hook you up with he can he has some recipes or some things he's got it all he's got this he's got the he's ready to feed your mind body and soul so thank you Richard, for being on the show appreciate it thank you for your time will thank you no definitely man just remember i'm gonna keep hitting you up and we're definitely gonna do this again you know hopefully down the line you can tell me about some bigger, bigger clients and and all the other clients you're helping. Definitely, definitely. I the list was... started to the list has started, so I'm started to enroll. There are two, three people already, and I'm welcoming everybody. Oh, that's yeah. great! Listen, they're gonna it's gonna keep growing. As soon as the more people learn about you, and you're you're, you're gonna take off, man. As long as you keep positive and you and you and you continuously help people with good intent, not just because you. Listen, you're doing this because you want to help people. And that's yeah. the way you become successful is when you see other people succeed. That makes you feel so much better. And, and you're like, you get something out of life where you're like, wow, I, I helped this person become a better person. And, and it's an amazing feeling because you help them out of, you're helping people save their lives. They're, they're getting healthy. Yeah. They're, they're feeling it. The, they're feeding their souls and they're feeling, they're feeding their bodies. And you're doing a great thing, brother, and continue to do it. And and Thanks. and nothing but success for you in the future. I'm I'm just a growing podcaster, and I appreciate you giving giving your story and and, and sharing it. We all are growing. We all are growing. Yeah. I I have also learned so much from you with this conversation. You are like you are also such a positive guy. And as you said, like because our vibes match, that is the reason why we have been able to meet. And hopefully we're going to meet many more people in life. Definitely, and definitely. Yes, it's the best feeling to help someone and watch them succeed. As you said, that's one of the best feelings. And that's where we're going. 
Have a great rest of the night because I know it's late. It's late over there. Have a have good a night, or I'll, I'll try to enjoy the rest of my afternoon and and stuff. Yeah. But uh, be safe and uh, thank you again for being on. Have a good day. Thank you, Will. Take care. No Have problem, brother. Day. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. All right. Thanks again for V-Sal Sony for coming through and uh, showing us love. So let me give my big shout-out to my Mount Airy crew. Again, we'll be getting back to work next week. But, you know, I'm going to continue to do the podcast. Big shout-out to my partner in crime, Poppy J from Talking Real 1000. And, of course, a big shout-out to my baby, my wife, Fina, I love you. And um, you know how I always do it. Wise is out. Peace out. Thanks for listening. Listen on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, and TuneIn. Find us on social media on Twitter at wise underscore B underscore blunt. Instagram at wise underscore B underscore blunt. And a Facebook fan page, www.facebook slash wise76. Check back soon for new episodes. Until next time, peace out. Peace out.